All right, welcome back to another edition of RBA Insider. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there listening to us. Hopefully this is giving you a lot of good content. We've got a really good topic today, but before I dive into that, I got with me my trusty sidekick here, Patrick Fisher, manager in the East. What's up, Patrick? Not a lot. I'm excited. This is going to be uh, really good info uh, yeah. shared. It's questions that we get a lot about this topic, so I can't yeah. wait to to get going on i'm excited as well and with us today our our special guest in the hot seat is brady hot talk calaboda what's up brady what's up reg what's up are you saying hawk talk like is this a seahawks uh, <laughs> uh podcast or is it hot talk what do we what do we, we can go either way man either way hawk talk or hot talk all right well let's talk uh let's talk some rba stuff today let's do that we'll make it hot talk today and maybe next week after the Seahawks win, we'll get into that. But good topic today. I was excited to see this one pop up. Door-only leads. We've seen them. You know, we've all been design consultants. We've seen that door-only lead. Um, you know, and I get a lot of questions over here in the West from my team. Oh, my. Door-only lead. What do I do? You know, you can almost see the, the deer in the headlights kind of expression right i mean back in my day when i came out of training we didn't even i didn't know what that we offered doors i had no idea right so i remember getting that first lead and getting the sweats and kind of hyperventilating a little bit going we offer what doors really you know and having to wing it all the way through now you know i'm saying that in jest but now we've got a really robust training program for doors but it still seems to kind of throw people for a loop, you know, especially in times where we're getting one lead a day and we see that door only lead. How do I handle it? What do I do? What's the approach? How do I price condition? Is evolution different? What pictures? There's so many questions that pop up that I see over here. Patrick, uh, you know, I'll, I'll shoot it over to you. You see the same stuff with your team getting the same style questions? We sure do, Reggie. In fact, a lot of those are the same questions we get here, which are, you know, the evolution. How do we do the evolution on a door only appointment without Fibrex or, you know, price conditioning? I tried to use units and it was confusing. How can we do price conditioning with, with a door only lead? Uh, conversion questions, you know, how do we talk about converting uh, sliding to French or, or the other way? And so I'm, I'm excited because there's going to be a lot of information and it's going to be accessible for, for our DCs every time they want to yeah. freshen up on this, they can go into yeah. the archives and, and grab it. Absolutely. So Brady, what do you got? Well, again, great topic. Door only appointments. They are different and, but we don't need to throw ourselves, you know, out of whack and think that they're that much different, but we need to have a game plan. Right. So, um, and it starts with, having knowledge about what the doors cost. We're going to get to price conditioning here in a bit because price conditioning is different. Uh, before we kind of go through how this differs, you guys haven't already, you need to have an idea, generally speaking, of what doors cost. What's the six foot wide Hermeshield narrow line, Frenchwood glider, double hinged door cost? What is a four panel narrow line? What's a four panel French glider cost? Um, if you haven't done that, there's some homework for you. Pricing exercise where you can open an R suite, maybe call it door pricing, and take it upon yourself to go through 
and get an idea of what these doors cost. What's a single hinged? What's the difference between an outswing and an inswing uh, cost-wise? Because this is gonna come into play in price conditioning in this appointment, which uh, as Patrick foreshadowed is done a little differently than on a window appointment or a window and door appointment. So. Um, and the other thing Brady on that is not only the doors differentiate in price, but we can have some swings with hardware and color matched hinges and things like that. So I think that those are really, they can make a big difference on some of these doors. And so having that knowledge and doing that studying ahead of time is gonna be vital. Absolutely, absolutely. So at the outset from the door knock, it's no different than any other appointment, right? We, we've got we've to gain a commitment to the agenda and confirm time and both parties and all that stuff. And then just, all right, well, what's, what's going on with your door? Take me to your door. What are we looking at? And we get right away into step two, which we typically call the walk around, right? That's just, that's just kind of a name we've given that step. And all of you know that the walk around really, if we're looking at one door, well, it's not so much a walk around. We're not walking around the house looking at several window or door openings. It could be one opening. But again, the walk around really consists of an inspection, a robust inspection, which is even more important when you have a door, particularly one door, really dive into that inspection. Uh, and then, of course, there's the question asking. That's really the two main components of the walk around anyway. Questions, 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 and then the inspection, in this case, a door. So I know, Reggie, you, uh, you would put on a show when it came to inspecting a door. You know, I, I, it was interesting because I was just thinking that same thing. To me, the inspection component was equally as important as the questions, right? Because you can get down and ask a lot of these questions, but in the end, it's that, that physical evidence uh, that supports the premise you're trying to drive through that uh, customer-based uh, conversation. When I say customer-based, I mean, that's us asking open-ended questions to get to something we already know to be the case. But then if we're, we've got our telescopic little mirror, right? And we're looking above the door jam and we're finding those cracks and we're showing that and we're asking questions. How long has that been there? How often do you cough? Where's that water going, do you think? It's literally getting down into the sill plate, looking for bowing, looking for rust in the nails or the screws, pulling back the carpet. I mean, I put on a show. I was, uh, it was dog and pony time, right? I mean, I was down in there doing my thing, but it was to support the conclusion I already knew, right? But they didn't. So I had to walk them down that path with open-ended questions, but then support it with the physical evidence as well. Absolutely. And to that end, if if they've gotten or think they're getting multiple quotes, do you think the last person they had in their house to give them a give them a quote on a cocktail napkin about a door <laughs> was doing that at all? No, no, no. And it was a cocktail napkin in most cases. <laughs> yeah. So they weren't doing it. Aside from gathering real information, um, it's an opportunity to start differentiating ourselves as experts that really care right away, right at the outset. And then the questions, it's all the same questions we need to ask. What do they know? Don't wanna waste your time telling you, who else have you talked to? Oh, what'd you think about what you saw? Why didn't you? When you need to have this done, 
Have you ever, how did those projects go? No, what do you say? So it's all of our normal, let's call them discovery questions, but you gotta be obviously door specific. And so uh, let's take a classic example of just kind of your standard uh, aluminum slider, six foot-ish in width. And how many times do we walk up to one of these things or the lead sheet, the rumor sheet might say, uh, replacing one set of doors, wants French, you know, wants French doors right mm -hmm. and so make sure the line of questioning too when we are in our walk around our discovery phase uh is not only what don't you like about the door and what do you mean tell me mo or how so it's okay i love this one's like oh so if your new door was in you can snap your fingers and you had your new door how would it function and what would it look like and then you can really get them get them talking love that question but listen to the things they're saying and listen to the things in between the things that they're saying. Uh, how many times do we find out on these wants French doors appointments that by listening to them, we really find out that it's not that they want French doors, it's that they don't want what they currently have, basic slider off mm -hmm. the track, doesn't slide well. And they're completely unaware that other options might be available. Exactly. And the other thing that's so important because so many of these doors are used so much. Well, the customers, the homeowners may only open their windows a few times a year. Many of these homeowners are using their door every day. And so that function of how it's opening and how it works with their everyday way of life is extremely important that we do our job and get them the, the functioning door that works best for them if they don't know about some of the pluses and minuses of the switch that they're looking at making. Absolutely. And the classic one is, is we're just kind of going down this road still is the, is the we, want, we want French doors. So it adds a couple of questions to our arsenal or it should about what do you like about French doors? Well, they just look better. I mean, that's, that's the classic example of don't, don't just ask the question and then move on. You don't have any information yet. Okay, look better. So, all right. Um, and what is it that you like about the look of the French door? Well, it doesn't look like this. And so uh, I'm always kind of conscious of, 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 you know, being price conscious for the homeowner I'm not trying to steer them in one way or another, but it's our responsibility as professionals to put out there things the homeowner may not have thought about. And so as such, one of the first questions is, okay, so do you want your uh, doors to swing out or in? As I've already taken a look around and realized they don't have room on the outside of their patio because they got a barbecue and all this other stuff. And they really don't have room on the inside because they got a dining room table up against it and you just stop and let them let them realize or maybe possibly realize if I hadn't thought about that well I don't I guess we could wow maybe we don't let that go again folks are starting to realize maybe it's not what we want it's just that we don't want this this trusty crusty rusty aluminum slider or this this wacky vinyl slider a question to follow that up with is okay and what are you, you going to do with an insect screen? 
that uh, they all, they'll often follow with it. Well, does the new door come with the screen? Uh, a hinged door will not. You know, if you look through our catalog, you might see some, some screen options. Uh, I won't, I won't sell any of them to you because they're a little bit awkward. You know, if you have your doors are swinging out, now you got the screen on the inside and does that hinge in? Is it, if your doors swing in, I got this hinge screen on the outside. So there's some aftermarket versions. So the short answer is, Miss Jones, uh, hinge door won't come with a screen. Well, I didn't really think about that. And you, a follow-up question would be, do you, is the intention to, to, to bring the outside in? How often are you looking to open that second door? Well, we don't. Okay. Okay. And in my mind, I'm already, I'm already you know, formulating that, again, they don't want a double hinged French door. They just don't want what they currently have. But by asking the questions, we're able to get them to start realizing that. And it almost becomes a word track. It's like, you know, I visit, there's a lot of folks on these doors and what I find Ms. Jones. Uh, by the way, we don't, we try to get on a first name basis with folks as quick as possible, but you know I'm in role play mode when I'm saying Ms. Jones, okay? Um, Ms. Jones, I talk with a lot of people. What we often find out is that they don't necessarily want double hinged French doors is they don't want what they currently have and they haven't thought about should the door swing out or in and what about the screen? And a lot of folks haven't seen gliding doors that look like ours do or or felt like gliding doors that operate like ours do. Um, can I show you something? And don't be afraid at this point, this is one of those examples where we talk about not necessarily, we tend to avoid generally speaking, putting the brochure in folks' hands because we can risk losing control of the appointment. But on door only appointments, this is one of those times that it might be good to reach for that product catalog and open to those two pages that show French doors, narrow line doors, um, and gliding French, you kind of walk them through that process. You know, Brady, and I like that aspect of what you're just talking about, because again, we're design consultants. This is really one of the times where we get to be that design consultant we, we all love to be. You know, we get into those appointments where the homeowners are working hand in hand with us to create a project, right? Well, guess what? These, these door only leads lend themselves to be that more so than anything. So to your point, yeah, get that brochure out. Start walking them down some of those pictures and choices. And this is a point where you're building credibility as well, right? You're building a dream, you're building credibility because the questions you're asking if you're doing it right, are really for their benefit. It's not for us to sell them something. It's for them to decide on something that they love and that's gonna help them and benefit them in the future. Absolutely. And again, if they've gotten other quotes or think they are, what are the odds that the other person in the house, I will not call them a consultant because they're generally not, has even asked them the question. They've been in there, order taken. You want a new set of double hinge doors or you want a set of double hinge doors? Yeah, they're great. Here's what it's going to be. So uh, for those of us that have do, been doing this for any length of time, how many times have we gone through this process and had somebody say, you know, I didn't, I didn't think of that or we didn't think of that before. Should the door swing out mm -hmm. or in or we didn't even think about the screen. Mm -hmm. You know what, honey, what do you, what do you think? Well, is there another option? I just hate, I just love the way French doors look. And what is it that you like? Just the look. Can I show you something? And now we show 
the catalog is great. We also have an iPad full of pictures, which we'll get back to. So you can do it either way. Go to the brochure, mm -hmm. go to your iPad and show pictures with a quick and dirty explanation of we can go mild to wild on these doors. We can do a replacement of a gliding door like you have, or we can do the double hinged. I'm not trying to talk you out of something that you, that you want, but if I'm hearing you right, you'd like to have a screen. Opening both sides isn't important to you. You like to look at the French, we have a French glider and I can show you this picture, whether it's in the brochure or a picture on the iPad, comes with a screen, solves that problem. The door does not hinge in or out, so you don't have the spatial issues. What do you think? And stop. And we're the true consultants and they'll either bite on that in the sense that that's actually, you know what, I really like that. What do you think? We haven't seen, yes, let's do that. And now you know where you're headed, which is gonna come important. Again, we, we, they're starting to make decisions. Uh, I know which direction I'm gonna go, uh, what number I need to hit when it comes to price conditioning. Sometimes we go this path and uh, to use this hinge door example as an example, like, yeah, no, I see. No, we really want, we thought about this and the screen isn't important. And why we want double hinge doors is because we wanna open them both because we entertain a lot. That's okay, now you know where you're at. Now I'm not trying to get them into a sliding gliding door because it's not what they need or want. But I arrived at that by asking him the same series of questions because we're consultants. So those are some additional questions we need to find out when it comes to design and, and function and looks during, let's call it step two of a door appointment. Get it narrowed down. And then there's all the other questions as well. Okay, so again, what are we thinking about uh, color wise on the outside? How about on the inside? Do you just want it to be white? Do you want to do some wood? Grills, no grills. Earlier in the process, you can get them to start making those buying decisions, the better. And again, it's going to come in handy when we start to do a price conditioning, which as we mentioned is different on these door only appointments. So um, we've measured, we're able to lengthen our inspection obviously by incorporating the measure into step two as well. I, and this is something we've been talking about in general. This might be the topic of an entirely different podcast, but I've been calling it step 3.9, <laughs> where after, let's call it the measure and the walk around, don't be afraid to show folks pictures and get them excited about things before we get into our demo, which really starts at the company story. And I don't think this is any more important than in door-only appointments. I think it's A-OK. -okay to start showing in pictures like, okay, I have an idea of what you want. Where's a good place to sit? That was very helpful. If I'm hearing you right, you wanna do this and this and that, the screen's important, wanna do this, here's the colors. Okay, great. Can I show you some pictures? And go ahead and show more pictures. We've been, we've been kind of like, uh, you know, unofficially calling that step 3.9, which is what we learned a lot about doing remote appointments was the idea of after the walk around, building something in a visualizer, showing some pictures to get folks excited and really bought in before we do our demo. So on door only appointments, I think that should be almost standard, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. That dream and having that buy-in prior to getting to price conditioning and, and is vital in, in door only leads. Absolutely. But um, we sit down, company story is the same company story. Uh, don't get thrown by this. And it might be even more important in door only leads because while you cannot get renewal by Anderson windows anywhere else, period, 
in theory, you could get a lot of the same doors elsewhere, you know? So we have more sizing capabilities and different trim options and all that. And when we do it, it comes with a different warranty, but it's, it's more important than ever to give an impactful company story because the model and why the model is and how we do what we do and how different these tours are to install, doesn't matter how fancy they are, if they're not installed, right? May I remind you that was the whole genesis of the Renewal by Anderson model. You know, that's why Anderson created us. Those installation issues that we were uncovering decades ago weren't just in windows. Most of them were in patio doors. So robust company story get the commitment can you see that since you're not installing your door yourself you got to pick somebody to do it which company would you choose really important to get the commitment um let's talk about how evolution is different that's what we roll into after the company story we don't need to get spun out on this either obviously we're going to walk folks through how we've gotten to where we're at and in the process uh in the end, what we'll have done is taken them on a shopping spree. So, yeah, I think this is this is one of the key components to door leads, and where a lot of the confusion comes in is how do I do a door evolution? I mean, how many times have we been on ride-alongs, right? And we we start hearing, you know, well, you have these these many units, you know, and and windows pop up in the normal culture, and then fiber. No, we're on a door appointment. And so, and we have a OneDrive and all that dedicated to this. So I think this is great. So can you dive into this? How do we do a door evolution? Yeah. So got to remember, we got to de not de-emphasize, but we're not doing a normal window evolution where we're talking all about Fibrex, right? There are some Fibrex components and we might trim out the exterior of their door and Fibrex with brick mold, but we can't go down the normal Fibrex path and evolution, but you don't need to get that out of sync either. So either prior to your company story or right after the company story, you can excuse yourself. You want, you want to go to the car and grab your door kit. Okay. Cause what we're going to do for evolution is kind of a hybrid evolution door demo, but mm -hmm. for, you know, we're going to need the pieces in the door kit to do such. And so there's albums in OneDrive. If you haven't created your own, if you have, I want to see them because I love this stuff. You know what I mean? So share with the team. But we have a door evolution album. We've got some door albums. And it allows you to kind of stay on process. Here's where I do an evolution. But you got to edit this a little bit. So open your door evolution album. And the basic concept without taking too much time here today is we're still starting with wood. That's what we started with. Wood is great for these reasons. The problem with having wood on the outside, those three words, you almost on the exterior, you have to throw that in there. Cause guess what? Our, our doors, surprise for all of you listening, uh, are all made of wood. They have wood cores in mm -hmm. them. Okay? So we have to make sure that when we're gaining commitment questions or we're asking questions and checking in, we're talking about, can you see the problem with having a wood, just a true wood door in and out? Can you see the problem with wood on the outside? Were you looking for a wood door on the exterior? Make sure you edit your questions so we don't eliminate wood and then show them, aha, we got a wood door. That's very <laughs> right. confusing to people. Yes. So, but we start with old growth wood and the, the you know, reality is you can get a wood door in and out. Here's some pictures, a lot of maintenance, would you? 
Uh, aluminum, pretty quick conversation, right? Uh, aluminum clad, so it follows the same order. And we've got door pictures in our Door Evolution album that shows what happens with aluminum clad doors. We were the first two, we moved away from it. Is that an option for you? Does that look good? Okay, it's out there. Vinyl, we were the first two. Here's what we were looking for. What are the drawbacks? What do you think? Why do you, yeah, we never have. Why would, so as you guys can see, it's following the same thing at this point. Um, fiberglass can have the same fiberglass conversation. A lot of fiberglass doors out there. The problem is when you use it to actually join certain things, it, it can it can be a problem. But we, we actually use it in certain places in our doors. Just the problem with making a door entirely out of fiberglass is it, it can have some issues with leatherization. So here's our solution. And now you're reaching rather than for the Fibrex lineal, it's the appropriate piece in your door kit. Whether you've narrowed it down to the Permashield, in which case it's got a wood core and a high carbon polymer on the outside. We've combined what we, what we love about wood, although this is an LVL core, maybe a quick and dirty explanation of what LVL is. The engineer can understand it. Edna can understand it. There's our metaphorical range of people we talk to. If you've been through training class, you've heard me talk a lot about Edna on one end, no offense to anybody named Edna, and the engineer <laughs> on the other hand. By the way, I am fully aware that there are some engineers named Edna. So I don't send me hate mail. I just, we all need to be on the same page with regard to these metaphorical folks that, uh, uh, you know, Aunt Edna from Petaluma is this 85 year old. She's born out of a real person on a real appointment that occurred a decade ago. And she's become this metaphorical person that re represents our homeowners on one end of the spectrum. And we've got the engineer on the other. So anyway. She lived in legend with our RBA team. Yes. But something everybody, LVL core, polymer on the outside, taking what we wanted to like about vinyl and making it maintenance free, but it's supported by the wood. So you can see how it's the same similar Fibrex conversation, but we're substituting the Permashield conversation. Or if I'm talking narrow line or French gliding or hinged, it's a similar conversation. LVL core with the high carbon polymer applied in a liquid format on the outside. So it's got this composite exterior, your choice of colors. Now you got some choices on the inside. Again, wood on the interior is not the problem. Problem is wood on the outside. So here's where we insert the door pieces from our door kit to conclude evolution, right? And get the buy-in and can you see the difference in putting it in their hands? Um, insert price conditioning. Yeah, we might have planted that seed during the walk around, but let's talk about how price conditioning is different. This is another big one, Brady. And again, on Rylons, Patrick, I know we've had these discussions where all of a sudden we're talking windows and units. And I don't, you know, I'm sure you're seeing the same thing over in the East. I know Audrey has seen this in Boise. Yeah, it can create a lot of confusion when we start having those unit conversations and you start mentioning windows when windows are not part of the process at all on a door only appointment. And so this is a really important uh, concept for everybody to understand that we're not converting windows to doors and talking units in a door only price conditioning scenario. Very important. Thank you for saying that. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> We've talked about the idea of converting you, you know, doors to units when you have windows and doors. On a door only appointment, don't even 
pull out the cost versus value report. It, 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 all it serves is serves to, you know, to confuse the homeowner. So don't even do it. Um, this may or may not be written down. I'm a big fan of writing things down, but I find that often on these door only appointments, it, it's a conversation, but it's gotta be appointed one. I wanna make sure they're paying attention and you get to be you with this. You get to bring yourself to this conversation, but here's the importance of me also knowing where they've ended up. Meaning at the end of step two, I know if they're thinking permashield or if they're thinking double French hinged. So I know the number I need to hit in the middle if that makes sense. Um, but the common way of doing this, let's take that standard kind of 71 inch wide opening by 81 inch tall opening. And they've decided they, they, they like that French gliding door. And we showed them some pictures in step 3.9. They like the idea it has a screen. So we're ended up, we've ended up there. Or maybe they've ended up at, yeah, that's, I, that could be a thing. We're also leaning towards the double hinged. Maybe I've narrowed it down to those two things. Either way, I know what my middle target is if I've done my homework. And that range is somewhere between 15 and 18,000 bucks, depending on what they pick at retail. And so here's the way, here's what we've adopted for doing that is leading in kind of the same way. Do you have any idea what replacement doors could cost, should cost? Yeah, well, we, doors and, you know, Patrick, you're really smooth at this. So feel free to chime in, but it's the basic mess of it is doors are like anything else. You can, you can pay what you want for them on one end of the spectrum. I mean, you could replace this with the vinyl version that you said you didn't like you can hardware store, you know, couple grand installed. There's one end of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. That. Exactly that Brady. It's the, it's a very similar conversation. You can spend as much as you want. You can go from mild to wild. We have uh, one of our former reps that used that all the time over here. And a lot of people have adopted it. Uh, because it has a really good ring to it and it lets people know like hey there's a big gap out there between the the smallest or the most inexpensive and the most expensive yeah and that's how we i love that mile to while but you know so you can get a replacement for this door i mean a lot of people think they're solving their problems just by getting a new door and you're not because you're getting a new version of the same thing these are also nuggets and things uh that could be planted during during uh the walk around. But as we lead into this price conditioning component, as we've got our pieces out there in our door kit, it's like, that's one end of the spectrum, a couple thousand bucks, one end. On the other end of the spectrum, we, meaning Anderson, have doors that are $5,000 a linear foot, that bifolding stacking, super fancy. So that six foot wide opening could be 30 grand. So there's your range, two, three grand on one end, 30 grand on the other, Miss Jones. And they laugh, they make some comment, allow some space for them to react, you know. Well, I can tell you, we're not going to be a couple grand, right? But we're not going to be 30 either, you know. So based on what, you know, what we do and how we do it and what you select, hinged gliding here, we're going we're gonna to retail out right in the middle. And you just pause. You mean $15,000 for a door install? Could be. Yeah, that's probably what we'll, we'll, we'll retail out at. And again, this is not how I price doors. I'll Enter in your selections. We got some hardware to select and all that. And we'll come up with a real number for you. But given that these are averages, is that what you thought it was going to be? And it's really important here, as it is with price conditioning, no matter what job we're doing, but our confidence and not reacting to be afraid of that price when it comes to a, a single French or a double French door that might be eighteen or $19,000 
it's really important that we are confident with how amazing our door is and why it's worth that much. And don't show that fear to the customer that, hey, I'm afraid you're gonna kick us out right here. Uh, it's, 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 this is a, when a single door appointment, uh, this is a very vital step. Yep, own it, own it. Like you said, on every appointment, but don't own it any less on door only appointments. Um, so, so there's your there's your method for price conditioning door only appointments. Leave costs versus value out of it. Don't talk about units. It just doesn't make any sense. But this is the basic idea. And the thing is, I can modify what I'm talking. I know the range I'm going to hit. If we walked in and it was during step two, they arrived. I just they keep using. I don't use the word basic. If they keep using the word basic, meaning the homeowner, I just want kind of a white in and out, a new version of what I've got to replace this slider. And we're leaning perma shield or narrow line, I, I can still do the same thing, you know. But I know that number I'm going to hit in the middle is going to be nine to twelve, and I'm going to end up at seven to ten after we discount. So that frames your price conditioning conversation. But that's the basic idea of it. A couple grand on one end, not what we do, but that's what you could get. <laughs> You're going to do that. Let's keep what you got, and then you can get as fancy as you want. We meaning Anderson doors five thousand bucks a linear foot do the quick math. So we're not going to be a couple grand. We're not going to be 30 based on what you do, based on what you select and what we do and how we do it. We're going to end up right in the middle. Gauge that. And then um, finish kind of with our window, our demo. If we haven't used the rest of the door kit pieces to talk about the sills and the jams and everything else, then do so. Take the opportunity to build a door in the visualizer if you haven't already. Take the opportunity to show more pictures. Um, and then we get to following the same path, we get to then move on and talk about installation and show the glass and move on from there. And I think it's also important to remember in this, we do need to make another trip to the car to let this sink in before we bring in the glass. So some people will bring in their door kit and their glass kit at the same time. And I think that that's a mistake because the homeowners need another break from us to digest this price conditioning that we've left to them and talk about that amongst themselves without us here. And so I think that's a really important mistake people make uh, that it's, it's, they shouldn't. I think that's a really salient point, relevant point in that it's interesting to me that the veterans on our teams make multiple trips to the car and they all do it for the reasons you speak to. It gives the homeowners time to talk, right? We like to think that they trust us enough that they'll say what they're thinking out loud in front of us, but by and large, it's not the case. But by stepping out, we're giving them a chance to reset and have that conversation. Yep. So we get to go to the car, let them know. Again, don't ask. You've got a couple choices on glass. I'm going to grab those. You can tell me which one you want, and we'll put the real numbers to it. Sound good? You can get out of the house. Allow them the time that Reggie and Patrick were just talking about. Come back in and on a really high note with the glass demo, just like we do in any appointment. And do not forget to pre-close. And we pre-close and the rest of the appointment through the close follows the same, the same path that, a, that a, let's call it normal. There are no normal appointments. A window or a window and door appointment would. Oh, great stuff, Brady. Wow. I mean, that's... That's the kind of information that, um, given the investment in time by a design consultant, right, 
can elevate the, elevate your game. And that's what, you know, again, these podcasts are intended to do is to help you, the design consultant, to elevate your game, right? So you get that door-only lead. You're not caught like a deer in the headlights, right? You're not texting uh, your text group or, you know, calling late at night in a panic. How do I handle this? There's a structure here. And it's very similar to the structure we have on the leads that we usually run the most, which are those window leads, right? We'd like to take a quick second and talk about OneDrive as a resource here that, yeah, we use it in the home, but we have to be effective with it in the home, meaning take the time in your own home to go through and study the albums so that you're not sending out last second requests to the sales group email saying, hey, help me, I need this or that, this picture. Those pictures exist, but it's your uh, time and effort and commitment to that time and effort to go through, right? Um, and to that, there's even a door, a door inspection checklist on OneDrive to help give you structure on your inspection. And, the other, and the other place that you can find some great pictures is in our suite, in the Inspiration Gallery. I use those door pictures quite a bit. It's the one place that I, I use that inspiration inspiration gallery uh, because there's so many different styles. It's really great in that first phase when we're trying to pick out a style and a look prior to price conditioning. Absolutely. So action steps for you all, if you haven't done it already, is know that there's a roadmap. That's what we've been talking about in this podcast. There's a roadmap for these door-only appointments, how they differ during, let's call it the walk around, price conditioning, uh, the demo, specifically evolution. And uh, if you haven't already, take the time to review your albums, know what's in there, know what's in the inspiration gallery. And again, unless you've done it, or if you haven't done it recently, open an R-suite and go through and price a bunch of doors and get comfortable with what doors cost, generally speaking, so you know what number you need to hit for your price conditioning and have fun with this. Yeah, great stuff. Brady, we've had you on the hot seat. Uh, quite a bit here this afternoon. I want to say thank you for your time. And Patrick, thank you again, man. This was, um, I think, a, a really uh, great topic. I want to thank you both for taking your time to do that. Uh, as always, I'll sign out by saying don't just be the best, be the GOAT. Talk to you later.